time. Merry Christmas to each and every one of you. It's so wonderful to have a response. That's lovely. So thank you so much. A couple things to uh, make you aware of as we begin our worship service this evening. 
First of all, the 11 o'clock service this evening and the morning service have been canceled due to the weather uh, issues. Uh, second, the poinsettias that are up here uh, on the stage certainly can be uh, taken home this evening. We would encourage you to do that. The offering tonight uh, is intended for the Groveport Madison Human Needs. Uh, sometimes people want to give, though, directly to the church in this offering. That's fine. Just make sure either on your check, if you write a check, or there's envelopes on the back table, you mark what the offering is intended for if you want to be specific about it. Uh, uh, without any other further ado, we say uh, greetings in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, and we're here to celebrate his birth, and uh, we're grateful for that opportunity. Tonight, the uh, Advent wreath will be uh, lit uh, by the uh, bands, uh, Pastor Jonathan and Kelly, Hensley and Jackson. So if you folks want to come forward, we'd be happy to have you do that. The true light that gives light to everyone was coming into the world. He was in the world, and though the world was made through him, the world did not recognize him. He came to that which was his own, but his own did not receive him. Yet to all who did receive him, to those who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God, children born not of natural descent, nor of human decision, or of a husband's will, but born of God. The word became flesh and made his dwelling among us, we have seen his glory, the glory of the one and only Son, who came from the Father, full of grace and truth. Today we light the Christ candle. Jesus is born today. Amen. Oh, <laughs> church, though there's a prayer and you found in your bulletin, it will be actually on the insert page, uh, along with the songs, you'll see it, an Advent prayer. Let us say that together. Our hope is complete. God's peace is upon us. Our joy overflows. God's love is proven. Hallelujah. Amen. We'd invite you to stand as we sing uh, three songs, and Terry's going to lead us with those, so follow her lead. Stand as you're able, please.
Well, good evening, church. And hello to those. I know we have a number of you watching online. Hello to you. Welcome into this space as well. We're luckily the heat is on in this room. Amen. We're excited about that. And thank you all for being here tonight as we do worship the Lord. We're going to go to the Lord in a time of prayer at this time. Uh, We always do have a prayer request uh, that we want to bring before you. Uh, Basically tonight, we especially want to pray for all those that are out working, those out in the cold, those stranded from family, a lot of people that had to go to just whoever they could find houses uh, to find uh, tonight. We know that many people that are homeless are in shelters or in churches that have opened their doors in downtown areas, and uh, we want to keep all those prayers, of course, uh, very close to our hearts here tonight. So let's go to the Lord now and pray for all those in our community that truly need the inspiration of Jesus here tonight. Let us pray. Our Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for your presence And as we're here tonight, we celebrate the birth of Jesus Christ once again. For Lord, these many thousands of years since you came, your church has held strong and declared this story every single Christmas. God, we're amazed that once again, not only did you create us, not only did you bring us forth and bring us life, but even when we turned from you, when we chose sin instead of you, and that death that led into our lives, instead of abandoning us, instead of brushing us off and leaving us towards our fate. That God, you are still at work. Throughout ages and prophets and peoples and kings and queens and everybody else, you've come, finally, in person. And that God, you became flesh in Jesus Christ, whom we celebrate tonight. God, we thank you for the gift of this beautiful Savior that truly has taken us off guard to come in such meek and lowly conditions. God, as we're here tonight, we're moved by that love. Our hearts are transformed once again. For all anywhere that hear this great news and this message again, may hope blossom in their hearts. That even in this frozen tundra that is outside, that God, warmth would begin. And even the hardness that we sometimes find in our lives would begin to melt away by the embracing of this truth. God, we do pray, especially for those that don't know what this Christmas story it really is about. Or maybe if they've heard it time and time again, they've truly never encountered it, and never accepted it on their own, and never put their faith in you. Lord, we do pray for these that they would be moved once again and that our lives would represent your life in such a way that people would see and know that you are real because of the way in which we live. God, we do pray for those that are out in the cold. We especially pray for the homeless. We pray for those that have been stranded on their travels, whether they're in airports or on the side of the road or at just a friendly neighbor's house who opened the door at this Christmas time. God, we pray for them. Be with those travelers. God, we do pray for those that work this night, especially our first responders and other people that are out there to help those who get stranded. We pray for them. Bring them home to their safely, to their families. May you, Lord, use them for goodness and good in this world and truly save lives this evening. God, we do pray for those without power, those that are trying to search for heat in their homes. We pray a lot, not only, Lord, that their house would get power back to it, but that, God, you would send neighbors over to help. And so, God, may all those that stay warm this Christmas. God, we do lift up also the animals as well that sometimes deal with this. We pray for them. And, Lord, we finally pray for your church worldwide. You know, many had to choose to close their doors here tonight. Many had level three emergencies and didn't have an option. God, as we're here, we thank you for this moment. And we pray, Lord, that even with churches that close their doors and celebrate Christmas, maybe online this year, 
May your name be lifted up. May this story be true, not only here in Groveport, but throughout the whole entire world. Not only may we celebrate you, but may, Lord, you be pleased with us coming to you once again and not forgetting this story, but making it the very center of our lives. And God, as we're here tonight, we remember that you didn't stay just a bit. When you grew up, you taught us the ways of the kingdom, and one of those was how to pray. And so, God, we pray that prayer. You taught your disciples all those years ago, faithfully here again tonight. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. Amen. Well, church, as we're here tonight, we're going to invite all the children to come down. You're welcome to come down with me. We're going to have a children's moment, so come on down. All right, so we're going to go right over here. You guys can take a seat right where Delilah is, right there. Perfect. All right, you want to face them. All right, I'll go out here then. That's fine. That way they can make funny faces at you, right? right. Yeah, anybody else that wants to come down, you're welcome to. Come on down, yeah. All right. Well, how are you all doing tonight? Good. Oh, oh, sorry. I didn't see him coming. Sorry. Yep, we'll wait. Uh, come on down. Yeah, come on. Yep, you can sit anywhere you want to, right on this ledge like I am, anywhere you want. Perfect. Right there is great. Come on down. Yep. You want us to take a seat right there? Well, hi, gal. How are you? You doing good tonight? Well, good. Do you know what night it is? Come on down. <laughs> hi. Come on. Well, you guys know what tonight is? It is Christmas. It's Christmas Eve, technically, right? But and we're celebrating some. Oh. Tomorrow is the real Christmas. You're so right. I love it. Give me five. Yeah. So as we're here tonight, I wanted to tell you all a Christmas story. Yeah, come on down. Come on down. I want to tell you all a Christmas story. Uh, well, hi, Camden. It's so welcome to be here. Yeah, come on down. You want to be right next to her? Yeah. Go ahead. I'm not gonna knock. Okay, I just want to make sure I'm not gonna knock the candle over, light my hair on fire. There we go. Well, it's great to be with you all tonight. I want to share you all a story. Now, there are many different Christmas songs. What are some of y'all's favorites? you have a favorite Christmas song? Rudolph is a great one. I like that one, too. What else do we like? Okay. Oh, the dog thinks it's a reindeer? Yeah, and I love this book. I want to hear this book. You got to let me come in and you got to read it to me sometime. I want to hear it. I want to see it. Well, what are some Christmas songs? Any other Christmas songs that come to mind that some of your favorites? Okay. Is it a Christmas song? Okay. <laughs> I can't stop you anyways. Go ahead. <laughs> oh, Frozen 2. I see. Yeah. Yeah, I do like Frozen and Frozen too. That was I like those two. Oh, I love that so great, so good. All right, so excellent. Well, I want to share a story with you guys. One of my favorite uh, Christmas Christmas songs is this one. Oh, Let's see, the water horse. Okay. Awesome. This is how we're going to do sermons from now on. We're just going to go, we're just going to go whatever path takes us. It's all good. <laughs> all right. 
Uh, I see. Well, let, can I can I tell my story? Well, I got can, I, can, I, can I tell my story? I love how excited you guys are. Can I tell my story? Carol and I. Oh, I love it. All right. So I want to tell you one of my favorite songs of Christmas is called Silent Night. Have you guys ever heard it? You never heard of Silent Night? No. Oh. Hmm. Well, I got news for you. We're going to sing it later tonight. It's a very, very special song. And it's a song you might know. It goes, Silent Night. Okay, you do know that. I thought you might. I thought you might. Yeah, you might have heard it. Okay. I bet you once we start singing it, you might know it and might be able to sing some of the lyrics. But I want to tell you a story about that song. Do you guys maybe never heard how that that song started out? There's a story behind it. Yeah, you know it. So in the 1800s, there was actually a war. It was called the Napoleon War. And it went on for many years. It went on for 15 years. And at the end of it, a whole lot of Europe was left destroyed, including a place in a country called Austria. You guys ever heard of Austria? Yeah, what's well, a little country, well, it's not that little, but it's a country in the middle of Europe, and it does, but it's different, not the same thing. And there was uh, a town there, and you know they were dealing with all these different things and, and trying to recover and all that stuff, a small little town. And there was a priest there whose name was Joseph Moore, and he was at a church called St. Nicholas. Does that sound familiar? Like well, like, it does, doesn't it? I wonder why. Well, hold on. Can I actually, I want to tell my story. Can I tell my story? Thank you. All right. And so in 1817, the people were going to hear the ballet anyway. All right. Sounds Oh, excellent. Well, I want to tell you the story, though. And so the people had been ravaged by war. And guess what else happened about that time? In 1815, there was a big volcano that went off in Indonesia, of all places. But it was so big and so destructive that it actually got a bunch of particles in the air. And all sorts of things weird happened. It snowed in the summer around the world in different places. And it was really, really cold. It was a crazy year because the sunlight didn't come down. And so people didn't have crops to eat. People were starving. People were hurting. So they were recovering from a war. They had no food to eat. They had no sun that much uh, to see. All sorts of craziness was going on. And this priest, Joseph Moore, had written these lyrics down. And he wanted to share them one night with his church. And so the way my dad tells this story, and uh, my dad told me this story one time about how he uh, was set to sing this song. And he and his friend, he had another friend that was called Franz Xavier Gruber. They got together, and they were supposed to play it on the organ that night. So get this. Small town, everybody's hungry, everybody's, everybody's been through a whole lot of, a lot of stress and trauma and all sorts of things. And they get there. Well, well, yeah, so, and then what happened? The organ was broken. The organ was broken. Yeah. So how were they going to sing their song? They had, they had wanted to sing the song. And you know what they did? You know what the, the priest did? He broke out his guitar. And they sang. It's the only Christmas song that I know of that we still sing regularly today that's uh, out of our hymn book that was actually originally played on a guitar. You know why I tell you that story? Yeah, well, Silent Night, Holy Night. That was originally played on a guitar and sung, and it became so popular, it was so moving, that eventually it went all the way around the world, and everybody began to sing it, just like you and I did. Well, here's why I tell you that story. Does everything go right in life? No, it doesn't, does it, right? And you know what? Where the, the, you know, the people had been through war, the people had had no sun, the people had been hungry and all these different things, and yet, one of the most beautiful Christmas songs ever written was written in the midst of that. 
And then when it was going to be performed and it was supposed to go off without a hitch, it didn't and it had to get played on a different instrument than it was originally supposed to be played on. And it still was such a moving song that we sing it even here tonight. Uh, not, well, maybe. I don't know. You'll see. But here's what I want you to know. In the Christmas story, not everything went right. Remember Jesus? Do you remember where he was born? In kind of a stable, and specifically, they laid him in a what? Do you remember the, the name of it? Yeah. Well, either, how about right here? I haven't heard from you tonight. A cradle, but it's a cradle that was in a? Yeah, it was. And specifically, they laid him in what's called a manger, which is where all the animals would eat their hay and things like that. Oh, it's all good. You'll get there. Don't worry. We'll get there. Well, I think they stopped eating the hay so that the baby could have a bed. Yeah, so maybe they went hungry that night. Who knows? But, well, when stories go weird and when, when children's moments go sideways, what we do is we give out candy canes. Here you go. <laughs> yeah. Here you go, guys. I am so thankful for you. Now, here's, we're not going to uh, uh, go yet, though. Here's what I want you to do. Everybody take a candy cane. Please pass them around. Take one and pass them around, please. Here's a couple more. Here you go. Uh, not yet, but during the sermon, absolutely. So... Uh, what we're going to do is uh, we have a Jesus. Kinsley and Jackson, can you guys go get my baby Jesus that's over there? Oh, yeah. All right, now you guys stay right here. There is a nativity in the back of the church, but it's missing somebody. Who is it missing? Jesus. It is missing Jesus. So I want all my friends up here. What we're going to do is we're going to line up all the way to the back, and we're going to spread out, and each of you are going to uh, hand it off to the next person. We're going to put Jesus into the store. <laughs> <laughs> We can't handle it. I don't, pastors, I don't know how to handle this tonight. We're just going to rodeo these guys. All right. So y'all go on back. Why don't, uh, uh, Kelly, do you mind going to the back and helping them back in the back? So let's spread everybody out. So Kenzie, why don't you come over here? Jackson, you're going to start us off. How about that? And let's, let's get a little spread out. So you see my wife, Kelly. Everybody's going to go uh, spread out. Yeah, that's good. Yep, yeah. Kenzie, come back over here. Come on back. Come on back. All right, so come here, right where I am. So come right here. <laughs> Have you ever heard of chickens? <laughs> Perfect. All right, I think we're good right there. All right, so what we're going to do is you guys are going to help me take Jesus and put him back in the story. So, Jackson, you go ahead and then you're going to pass to Kinsley. Kinsley, you're going to keep it going. Yeah, a little relay. There we go. Well done, children. <laughs> and you guys can go on back to your parents. Thank you very much. Sometimes it's fun to watch the pastor sweat just a little bit, even on a cold night. 
It's all good. It's all good. Would you uh, join me in prayer over the Christmas offering, please? Lord, we are so grateful for each and everything that you provided to us. Sometimes these are monetary things. Sometimes it's just heat in the house this evening. And Lord, we just, uh, there's no way we can express adequate gratitude for each and every gift, each and every blessing that we've been given. And Lord, this evening as part of our uh, Christmas offering, we would ask that uh, you use these gifts to bless the people in our community who may be in need through the Groveport Madison Human Needs and uh, help them with uh, the necessary things that they may need uh, to, uh, to battle life at this moment in time. Bless each and every one of these gifts, Lord. Bless, bless each and every one of our givers and uh, help us to uh, do some really good things in this community. All these things we ask in your precious son's name. Amen. The scripture reading for this evening it comes from uh, the Gospel of Luke, chapter 2, and is the traditional Christmas story. And it came to pass in those days that there went out a decree from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be taxed. And this taxing was first made when Cyrenius was governor of Syria. And all went to be taxed, every one into his own city. And Joseph also went up from Galilee out of the city of Nazareth into Judea, under the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house and lineage of David, to be taxed with Mary, his espoused wife, being great with child. And so it was that while they were there, the days were accomplished that she should be delivered. And she brought forth her firstborn son, and wrapped him in swaddling clothes, and laid him in a manger, because there was no room for them in the inn. And there were in the same country shepherds abiding in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And lo, the angel of the Lord came upon them, and the glory of the Lord shone round about them, and they were sore afraid. And the angel said unto them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. And this shall be a sign unto you. You shall find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. And it came to pass, as the angels were gone away from them into heaven, the shepherds said one to the other, Let us now go even unto Bethlehem and see this thing which has come to pass which the Lord hath made known to, unto us. And they came with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the babe lying in a manger. And when they had seen it, they made known abroad the saying which was told them concerning this child. And all, that, all they that heard it wondered at those things which were told them by the shepherds. But Mary kept all these things and pondered them in her heart. And the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things they had heard and seen, it was as, as it was told unto them. Well, good evening, church, and almost Merry Christmas to you. It's always it's great to be in worship with you here tonight and to remember this great story 
I'm always moved at some of the things the church has done throughout the years to celebrate this night. One of the things I always love to remember is that uh, when it was the Middle Ages, during the medieval times, the people in the local towns, with the church in the middle of the town, would start this evening by blowing out their hearths. So their homes were dark and cold. And they would all go to church in the dark, and they would go and worship at the church. And the Christ candle would be lit like it was tonight. And then just like tonight, candles were given out, Lanterns were lit throughout the congregation, and they would take those home and start their hearths with that same fire to warm their homes and their families. It's amazing to think of all the Christian traditions that have gone on throughout the years of celebrating this great night, this beautiful and wonderful story that we celebrate here. But first, let us pray. Lord, as we're here this evening, we thank you so much for the ability to be here. So may the words of my mouth, the meditation of all of our hearts, be pleasing in your sight. The Lord, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. Of course, every time we come to this story, I always pray every single year, Lord, make this story fresh and new for me. Because of course, as a pastor on December 24th, you know what you're preaching, just in case you didn't know that. If you ever have that calling, you can just, just set it in your calendar to December 24th, Luke chapter 2, go. That's what you got right there. Just go with it. And so every year I pray, Lord, this is such a great story. It's so moving, yet so, so many times we pray, Lord, make it fresh and new for us yet again. And this year, of course, the Lord did that for me in some amazing ways. And as I began to think about this story and the amazing parts of it, of how Matthew tells us that when Mary was there and the angel came to her, and how when the angel came and said, blessed be you, she said, what? <laughs> you are going to be with child. And she said, how is that going to happen? And the angel told her the story, and at the end of it, she said, may it be as you have said. And so on that night, we remember Mary and her faith. We remember Joseph, who saw Mary pregnant, obviously knew what was kind of going on to some degree, and so had planned to divorce her quietly. Yet the angel showed up in his life and said, no, Joseph, don't do that. She is with a special child. And so Joseph did not only do that, she kept Mary, but also became the stepdad, so to speak, to Jesus. No pressure, right? And of course, we remember the story of the census that went out and how they had to go to Bethlehem. And how when they went to Bethlehem, not only did they find no room among their family, but they found no room in the city and went probably door to door. No room, no room. Until somebody let them in into that stable. And into that room they went, and not only was Jesus born, but when the time came, Jesus' first throne was a manger, the place where animals went to eat, and the place that was so comforting. One of the things that was new to me and think about this year is oftentimes I think about the story from God's perspective. Oftentimes I think about it from the perspective of the characters that are in it, but I began to think about this year of a story of a parent. <laughs> I've never actually stopped and thought about this moment and what Joseph and Mary must have been feeling, other than the idea that they needed a place to stay. I began to think about how Joseph and Mary in these moments probably thought to themselves, my gosh, we have blown it. <laughs> we must be the worst parents ever. <laughs> not only have we left and come to a place and not found anywhere to stay, but we're sitting here among sheep 
and hay and everything else. And then when the baby came, the best we can do is place him in the trough for animals. I know Joseph and himself, you know, Mary at least had the, had the excuse of being pregnant. Joseph was probably really sitting there going, man, I blew this. Man, am I a loser? Like, what have I done? And the pressure he probably put upon himself in those days. For all of us want to do good for our family, all of us, especially for our children, we would do anything. And in this moment, knowing that this child was not only theirs to raise, but this child was God come in flesh, Emmanuel, God with us. And yet, it was meager what they could offer. And even doing their absolute best, all they had was a manger for a throne. I don't know who you are or what you're going through in life tonight, but maybe you feel exactly that same way. You look at your life, you look at the shambles of what's going on, you look at the purposes of your life, the dreams that you've had, and you look at where you're actually at in life, and you think, how in the world did I get here? This is not what I planned for my life. This is not what I wanted for my life. Maybe there were mistakes that were made by you, but maybe they were just circumstance upon circumstance, like Mary and Joseph that brought them that place. They had no control over censuses being called. They had no control over how many people would be in Bethlehem that night. They had no control of where Jesus had to be born. They did their best. What's so amazing about this story is that God looks at their best and says, okay, I can work with this, (laughs) right? God looks at the story, and God doesn't come down and say, Mary and Joseph, come on, man. What you doing? Get with it. Jesus needs something better than this, right? This is Jesus. Come on, people. Get with it. He doesn't say any of that. God goes out, sends some angels to some shepherds, and says, hey, you want to talk about kings? I got a king over here, and it's Jesus. And guess what? He's born in a manger, and he's sitting there. The very same thing that if your sheep were pinned up tonight, they would be eating out of, hey, here's a king for you. And so, of course, we remember these shepherds that went, that came and were amazed at what God had done, that went out from there and told all the people, shouting out what they had seen in the town, wondered what in the world was going on to make these shepherds go crazy. And yet God used the very best that Joseph and Mary could bring to preach a story that the shepherds fully understood that this is God with us. And not just with us when things are good, not just with us when things are going right, not just with us when we're doing all the right things. God with us in the mess. The God that came and actually chose the manger for his throne. If you ever stop and think about that for a minute. But God chose the manger for a throne. He took the best that Joseph and Mary could give, which of course was not much. And God not only chose to do it, but delighted in it and showed off his miracle workings to the shepherds who that night knew it better than anybody else. And made them his apostles, so to speak, his messengers, so to speak, to go into the world to proclaim what God was doing. You see, God doesn't mind your mess. 
He just needs you to make a space for him. God doesn't mind your shortcomings. God doesn't mind your failures. God doesn't mind whatever is broken in your life. All God needs is a place marked for him. Dear people tonight, wherever you are, whoever you may be, this is the God of love, the God of the manger, the God who will come into your life fresh and new again especially for those of us who feel like we've lost our way or maybe those of us that feel like we've failed in so many ways or those that feel and yet we've tried our best yet we look back and see shambles and brokenness. It's exactly where God says, I'm going there. So be ready, my dear people. And beloved, this is the God of the manger. Let us pray. Lord, we thank you so much for your love, which is poured out for us again here tonight. We thank you so much for the story of Jesus, who's been given to us yet again. And as we remember, Lord, this great story, we come to celebrate not only his birth, but in those days, many years after that, when the time was right, Christ gave himself up for us. And on the night in which he did, he brought his disciples together, those men and even those around him that had followed him for many times, many days, and many years. And he brought them to the table. And on that night, he took bread and he broke the bread. And he gave it to his disciples and he said, take, eat. This is my body, which is broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. And when the supper was over, he took the cup. He gave thanks to you and gave it to his disciples and said, Take, drink. This is my new cup of my new covenant, poured out for you and for many, for the forgiveness of sins. As often as you drink it, do this in remembrance of me. And so, Lord, in these your mighty acts in Jesus Christ, and especially that incarnation that we celebrate here tonight, that you are the God with us, and the God who comes even in our mess. May you be upon us this night and upon these gifts of bread and wine, that they may be for us the body and blood of Christ, and that in taking them we may be one with you and one with each other in ministry to all this world. And we pray all this until you come and we feast at your heavenly banquet. All praise and glory and honor to you, Father Almighty, through Jesus Christ and in the Holy Spirit. Amen. For those that are helping with communion, we'll invite you forward to come here tonight. As they're coming, just want to share a few words with you this evening. First of all, if you're with us and visiting with us, we want you to know that this table is open to you. You don't have to be a member of our church. You don't have to be a member of our denomination. If your desire is to meet with Jesus Christ, you're welcome to come and to uh, partake in this sacrament. Do you know that as you come, uh, there's, a, there's a loaf of bread. Just simply rip off a piece of the bread and dip it in the cup and then eat the bread that way. We also do have some prepackaged elements uh, as far as if you need uh, if you have a cold or something, you want to have a, a special time uh, there, you're welcome to grab those instead. Or if you just want to feel more sanitary, you're welcome to do that. Um, and what we'll do is we'll start in the back. We'll come down this aisle, and you'll return to your seats with this other aisle coming this way. The table is prepared, and so if you want to meet with Jesus, you are welcome here today. For those in the back, will you start with?
body and blood of Christ broken and shattered together. Let us pray. Lord, thank you for proving your love toward us again. Amen. Love, and now comes the part of our service where we'll do a candlelight singing of Silent Night. I do want you to remind you just a couple of different things. Uh, first of all, uh, if you have one of these candles lit, let, let me, what we'll do is uh, we're going to light it from the Christ candle. We're going to the people coming up the rows. Uh, the person who is lighting, or the person who has the candle lit, is keep it straight. It's the other person who's lighting and goes sideways. Otherwise, hot wax gets all over the place. So keep that in mind uh, here tonight. The other thing I'll let you know is uh, when you sing on that last verse, I uh, will hold it up into the world to let the whole world know. All our light shine in one second. Bless you. Remember Jesus.
to us again. Jesus is born. Hallelujah.